Today, I want to take you behind the scenes of some email marketing consulting work I've just done. And whether you're a beginner or you're well along your way, there's definitely going to be some very helpful advice, especially if you send emails out to your list. Let's get into it. Welcome to Storytelling Secrets. This is the podcast for coaches, consultants, and course creators who want to unlock their core stories and use their stories to sell more online. It's a place to master persuasion and influence so you can build a deep relationship with your audience. And it's a place where real-world marketing strategies, tips, and lessons are shared freely. If that interests you, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Jules Dan, and I've battled my way from being a broke group fitness instructor to a full-time, in-demand, freelance email copywriter. Now, I'm ready to get to work. Follow along on my journey as I share my everyday hard-won lessons. I'm Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. All right, so story time. Hey, this is Jules Dan here from Storytelling Secrets, of course. All right, so I have very proud of myself. I've done my first ever consulting, um, how should I put it, consulting, not call, but like job. So basically, someone from the podcast really wanted me to look at their back-end email marketing. And of course, I agreed. Uh, and I got paid to do it. I got paid to think and come up with ways to to solve some problems. I mean, that's a step towards, like, I've always, I really want to do some coaching. Eventually, I want to do some coaching. Um, I'm just too busy fulfilling work. I want to get a lot better. I want to get just see more of what's going on in the marketplace and just be feel like I'm a real expert before I start instructing people. But anyways, getting sidetracked there. So uh, what I actually did was that I created 10 opportunities for these people to go out and fix because I went through their, their uh, back-end email marketing strategy and just the way that from people come from an ad onto a landing page and the way they're followed up into a, like a, an actual client. I don't want to go too specific into who these people are and what they do just out of confidentiality and they paid money and yeah, it's just I don't think I should tell everyone, you know, the, the, what's gone wrong with this company. But I do want to sort of talk about some of the opportunities that I found that I know would really help uh, highlight some people uh, highlights of people that will really help some of the problems that people are going through and, and help them out. And also as well, you know, I've got this masterclass coming out on Thursday in Australia. It's called How to uh, Book More High-Ticket Sales Appointments with Email. So obviously, a great segue is come to that if you want to learn more. And uh, But otherwise, what I'm talking about in today's episode is actually going a lot more deeper than what I'm going to be talking about on that masterclass. If that masterclass is going to be helping you write that perfect outline so you know exactly what to say. So you're armed, locked and loaded with stories and, and persuasive emails to get people to buy or get them onto a book call. But on today's email, I want to point out three out of those 10. Can't give you all 10. I'm sorry about that. I'll give you three really good opportunities that these guys <clears throat> have and, and maybe some, some uh, problems that you might be going to and how to fix them with your back-end email marketing. All right, so first things first, I do mention this in the masterclass, and that is first opportunity is to get clear on the objective of the follow-up emails and work backwards from there. So what do I mean by that? Well, 
The first problem I saw, the biggest problem I saw was there was emails that led to a free tutorial style content. There were emails that went to a Facebook group. There were emails that walked people how the product works. There were emails of case studies. Now, this is all value-based content. Like, what is wrong with how-to content? What is wrong with sending them to a free group? Well, the problem is that these people in this context have put their hand up to solve a problem. And that problem would be for this, I'm not going to say exactly what it is, but they need a problem solved. They filled out an application. They put their hand up being like, yes, I'm interested to work with you. Doesn't make more sense to resell them on the benefits of you as a trusted advisor, as you as a problem solver, as you as someone who can help them out rather than giving them some free PDF or leading them to a Facebook group where they have to solve it themselves and get more confused and more lost. It's not helpful, is it? So I don't know why people get so hung up about selling with stories or just just selling straight off the bat. I mean, if you're if they if they want a solution and you your product genuinely helps them, talk about people who you've helped and how you've guided them through the process through a story and talk about their frustrations. Talk about objections that they probably went through and just softly segue into, hey, by the way, if this is something you want help with, just like we've helped, just like we helped Jane, then I know we've only got, you know, I've only got enough time to do four calls a month, but if you, if you click the link below, maybe we can sort out a time to chat, something like that, soft sell. Okay, you're not being over hypey or anything like that. And that's the key thing I point out with these guys' emails. It was very basic. It was just like I don't want I can't read out the emails because it would just give it away, but there was just hey, are you are your are your ads not working? Well we we've been able to do this and like one little bit of social proof and then it's like we'd love to chat with you and do business. And it's like, what? Okay. You guys haven't really demonstrated your authority. You guys haven't demonstrated that you're problem solvers. Stop going on how-to tangents, okay? So that's the first thing. One one of the things that I love doing, and I'll learn this. I'll talk about this in the masterclass more, is that I list out all the custom objections my that my prospect has. Every one of them, okay? Reasons why they wouldn't buy, and that includes um, them not believing your thing works reasons why the belief in themselves, why they wouldn't be able to do it. Maybe they've failed 10 times and they don't want to feel like an embarrassment in front of their, their peers or their spouse. And then other obvious reasons like time and money. Okay, so write out all the objections and then think of different ways you've helped solve that with different customers. Um, and that's that's what I'll do for opportunity number one. Okay, now opportunity number two. Oh boy, this needed a lot of a lot of work and it was to add critical persuasion elements to all your sales copy. Um, these guys had landing pages, they had sales pages and they had kind of like a case study book a call page where they had an embedded video and talked about a specific client and the problems they had and oh boy, they're all missing these key things and that's an irresistible offer, a legit urgency and scarcity compelling social proof, future pacing, which basically means where you paint a pleasing picture of what it's actually like to have the product and the life they want you know, before they actually have it, 
And, uh, all right, problem solving. Okay. But, uh, yeah, obviously the last thing is a guarantee. Definitely want to talk about a guarantee. Um, and yeah, just simple things inside of an email, like leading with an offer. Let's just say they've opted in for the first time, uh, for the first seven days, people who, who are new to that company or new to your business, get a free bonus or get a free gift or get this extra thing because they are action takers. That's the reason why. So leading with something, like a reason to act now instead of just being like, hey, you should do business with us. Like, what is the reason why they should do click book a call today? And that's where legit scarcity and urgency comes in with an offer, okay? And a guarantee as well. I said you can get um, get X product delivered in 21 days or it's free. Okay, so that's the guarantee I'm leading with. These are just all little persuasion elements. So again, irresistible offer, legit urgency and scarcity, compelling social proof. So using things like GIFs, this is from uh, Wes McDowell. He had like a GIF of his customer. Remember that guy? Actually, no, no, I'm talking about it. I'm going to be a bit tangent here. But do you remember a few episodes ago where I spoke with, it was like live client call, like client story sucking call or something. That was one of Wes's clients. And what Wes did with that interview was that he uh, made a GIF out of the client talking with a direct benefit. And he put that GIF inside of an email. So it's like a moving image with text in it. Like that's one way of doing social proof. Another way would be quotes from customers. Other ones being screenshots of results-based testimonials. So before and after or them literally telling you about a tangible or intangible benefit if that's what you sell. Uh, yes, I wrote future pacing. Where do they want to go? So this is when you want to paint the pleasing picture, especially if you've got like a, a sales page. Where do they want to go? What does their ideal business look like? What's the relationship with the customers and clients? Will they be recognized as an interest industry leader? What will their typical day look like? And I love using future pacing because people can really buy into that vision. You can paint that vision for them and prove it happened to someone. Man, that's a compelling compelling persuasion tool you can use right there um and that's just basically what i did i I broke down those categories for their three different things sales page book a call page and the emails what else last one here okay (laughs) this is really i thought this is key and that was to make the subject lines more compelling now i'm not spending anything new here but if you're making this mistake I want you to re- rethink the way you write subject lines because uh, I was really angry, not angry, but I was a bit disappointed when I saw this email because the person was supposed to be an email expert and the subject line was an investment better than Dogecoin, which, okay, there's a bit of curiosity to it. However, what happens if your clients don't know what the hell Dogecoin is? It's an instant disconnect because they do not know what crypto is. Okay, and crypto it has nothing to do with this business. It's confusing. You do not want to confuse it. And the worst thing about this subject line that I that just infuriated me was that it had no mention to investment or Dogecoin. So a reader was expecting a payoff. They opened it out of curiosity, and you did not give them a payoff inside of the email at any point. This pisses people off. You not might think about it, but I looked at the data, and you see like these sort of baity uh, subject lines 
And you can see the subject, uh, the open rates just go down, 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 down. And this is one of the reasons why people get pissed off. It's basically subconsciously telling people that oh, you shouldn't trust this headline anymore, this promise anymore, because it's not real. They won't actually tell you. They won't actually give you the answer that they're baiting you with. So at a subconscious level, you must, 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 must. If you mention something in the subject line, you have to tie it inside your email. That's one thing. Um, this isn't a, a for me to, I think this is like a little lesson for me as well, or to you, is that, yes, you've got to use curiosity. Yes, you've got to use a benefit. Maybe something newsworthy is important too, but the best thing that I've found to get people to open is to match the conversation already going on in your prospect's head. So what is that thing that is just that angst that they feel and then bring it up in the subject line? Okay, holy crap. Like one of them is how to stop flushing your Facebook ad dollars down the toilet. 5X ROAS, even with iOS updates, question mark. Profitable ads in less than 30 days. Like these are all problems people trying to solve. Like, gosh, not a better investment than Dogecoin. If they're listening to this now, they'll be like, "Uh, Julian. (laughs) Okay, let me give you one more bonus. I'm feeling nice today. I'm feeling generous today. We're at 13 minutes. I'm on a roll here. The next one is to hook the reader with stronger lead sentences. Um, Okay. Where should I begin with this? This one also made me a little angry because it just went from, are you question, question," and then straight into how the product worked. God damn it. It's okay. So we... If we, a lead sentence needs to really drill in on that pain point, um, what is that emotional attachment to the problem that your prospects feel? Okay, bring that up. Talk about it at the very start. Uh, isn't it annoying? So I'm going to use one of my other clients. Um, isn't it annoying when your Facebook ad? I don't know, but just. <laughs> Great example, Jules, right? Ah, but like questions aren't, you don't always have to use questions, but just bring up the pain at the start and lead with it. She just spent 10 tries on this one Facebook ad and it kept getting banned. She was in despair. What was she going to do? Okay, something like that. Open loop pain point people will know exactly what they people that target market knows exactly what they're going through i'm using facebook ads a lot because that's just the style of client i'm working with at the moment but with you bring up that emotional attachment the emotional attachment to the pain uh, at the start and that's your lead sentence okay and then go into elaborate on the problem bring up the tension okay and say you're not alone this is where you segue into the, the majority the body of your copy okay a lot of our clients also felt this way too you're not alone um, however, there's an easier way you, and you can still get results without the thing they hate. Um, just like this person here and this person here and this person here and talk about it, a benefit and this person felt this problem and what they found was this benefit or this person felt this problem and now they've got this result or this person uh, had this frustration and now they've got this benefit slash result. I'm very templatizing what I just mentioned, but you can see where I'm going, right? You don't, 
Obviously, you need more proof to do this, but uh, that is the template I would follow. And we're out of time. Thanks, folks. See you later. <laughs> no, just kidding. But I've given you an action-packed episode, and frankly, I loved doing this, this consulting stuff. Um, but yeah, I got to keep the other five for for the person who's paying money. Sorry, guys. You know. But the other way is to one, join the Facebook group where I do give you valuable information that this podcast, uh, you don't find out first. You find it first on the Facebook group. Um, and if I decide to share it on the podcast, you might you might not actually get on the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. I'm giving you all the good stuff here. But if you want to hear first, the best place is to go to the Facebook group. Um, I'll just, I won't leave that link there because the thing I want you to go to is the masterclass, the free live training I'm doing this Thursday uh, September 9th at 7 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. I believe that is 5 p.m. on your Wednesday, the 8th, at 5 p.m. So it is is a weird time because I'm in Australia. But other than that, come join the Masterclass. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Go apply those principles. We'll just run through them again if you just do it on the go or you're, you know, like walking the dog, washing some dishes. I'll, I'll wrap it all up for you. Nice bow. How's that sound? Yeah. Number one, get clear on your objective of your follow-up emails and work backwards from there. Okay. I like to write out objections and that's my, that's my outline. All the reasons why they won't buy. Number two, add critical persuasion elements to all your sales copy. So an irresistible offer. Uh, great guarantee, legit urgency and scarcity, compelling social proof, future pacing, that sort of stuff. What else we got? What else we got? Uh, make your subject lines more compelling. And when I say that, okay, God damn it! if you're going to bring something up in the subject line, give people a payoff throughout the email. And bring up the angst, the conversation already going on in your prospect's head. And the last one, was that it? Yeah, the last one is hook the reader with a stronger lead sentence. So find that emotional attachment to the pain and bring it up at the start. That's it for me, guys. Guys, that's it for me, my fellow listener, the one person listening to you. This is you. Thanks a lot for listening. I'll see you around.